Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpanzee all the way down to Chimpanzee. This week on the show, joining us back in the monkey house for the first time, so the back there wasn't really relevant, it's comedian <laughs> and host of the Worst First Dates podcast, Brett Blake. G'day, legends. We are here. We are ready to go. We have watched an episode and I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped to review... Something with a primate in it. So finally, so good to have you here. Finally, dude. I'm, I, apparently, you let ask me what my favorite primate is, and I have a good primate story oh, for you. Oh, that is. Are you ready for it? That's great, Sizzle. Well, let's bring in our oh, other yeah, guest do first. That. Also joining us in the Monkey House from Base Comedy on the Gold Coast, it's Josh Armstrong. Yeah. Hello. And we're in your house. You are. Which I th- feel like is the main reason I've been invited on the podcast. Also, you made us listen to Limp Bizkit 15 times in a row. Well, so Matt now- was busy setting up. It took him so long. I wanted to do something that I enjoyed. I was busy singing along to Limp Bizkit. It actually we was. Were, we were both busy doing Wait, that. Was that. What album was that, by the way? Uh, I think both of those songs were from uh, Hot Dog. Hot Dog Flavoured Chocolate Kiss Water. Hot Dog Flavoured Water and the Chocolate I w- Stuff. I would not have... Bet that I knew every word, but I knew every oh, yeah. word. Yeah. The thing is, you don't know it's just in your bones. You know, it's like when if you it's ever like riding know, a bike. If you, you ever go, go, if you want to, all right, maybe I don't know all the words. But yeah, but if you had the beat going, yeah. you'd know yeah. it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's like you don't, like, if you asked me to write down Australia's national anthem, I probably couldn't do it. But once you in it, you're in it. Yeah. It's like John Farnham. <laughs> you're the first trying under. It's in your bones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Farnham's in the bones. Mm-hmm. It's culture. Totally. It it's is culture. culture. It's yeah. For a lot of teenagers, it was the only culture. People are going to be a bit disappointed because normally my second banana, Evan Munro Smith, is here. I love Evan. You do love Evan. Yeah, I do. You're a big gamey, gamey, game, been game show fan. You should be able to get that right. Well, Come on. All right. Come <laughs> well, because the first time I watched Gamey Game Game was here at mm. your place, and I was like, "That looks familiar," and he looks familiar because I do stuff at Stupid Old. Well, you do your podcast there sometimes. At Stupid Old, and Evan's like the cool tech guy who helps us solve all our problems, mm-hmm. and I ask him lots of questions all the times, and I didn't realize that he was the Gamey Game guy, and then I got onto Gamey Games, and I love it. 
Well, gaming, gaming, game is like his <laughs> second coolest thing. His coolest thing is being second banana on the well, primates, primates podcast. <laughs> of course. But, yeah. yeah. Evan might be my favourite straight man in uh, in Australian comedy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. High praises of Evan. That is high pretty praises. high praise. Mm. More than Lano. <laughs> yes, more than Lano. Is Lano the straight man? He's kind of the... They've got a weird Col- dynamic. Col- Col- Colin Lane's the more straighter one. He's of the, the straighter, two. but he's also pretty loose. Mm-hmm. He's pretty loose. Or whatever the opposite of straight is. Evan is not I loose. I did a cruise ship with him recently. He really? is quite charming and nice. Okay, yeah, I was going to yeah. say loose. He, he had one cigarette with me once and I was like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I was like, the real bad boy of Australian comedy is here. So funny. Yeah. So, well, maybe now's the perfect time for you to tell us about your primate story. Well, it's beautiful and disgusting at the same time because I'm a big fan of uh, orangutans. Oh, Love yeah. them. Love an orangutan. And the first time I went to Sydney uh, Zoo uh, with a friend who maybe he's been on before, Danielle Walker, I don't know. She has, yes. Right, so we went together, me, her, and then I think uh, maybe it was Beck Charwood or someone else went to the zoo together. And it was a beautiful moment where this orangutan walked. Like, I was standing at the glass you know, the glass window, which is kind of sad, but also the, the area is quite nice. And I was like, this is going to be a beautiful moment between me and this animal. And it walked up to the glass and I walked up to the glass and then it smeared <laughs> shit onto the glass mirror. But wait, and I was like, that's disgusting. But somehow it drew a love heart <laughs> in the shit, which I think is, I don't know what a metaphor is or one of those things for my dating relationship. It's like, it's always going to be a shit storm, but there's love there. Mm. Like it's always fucking rotten, but it's going to be okay. That's what kind beautiful. of intent do you think the orangutan had? I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was going to be one of those, you know, like those moments where you like touch the glass yeah. and it touches the glass and you're like, man. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then for like for a moment, I was like, a bit of my forest field brain kicked in. I was like, does this can't want to fire? What's yeah. going on here? Did you? there's a love heart. And I told someone this story and that, uh, and I was like, this is such a beautiful story. And my mate's like, that's just fucking disgusting. Yeah. I was like, no, but it's a love heart. Love heart. Shit. It's did beautiful. You, did you think about smearing and drawing your own love heart oh. back? Oh, no, I did the same. Yeah, That's yeah. why I got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay if they do it. There's different rules now. Oh, hey, I'm just trying to smear shit here. <laughs> We've been watching a bit of The Sopranos here yes. in the Armstrong house. I'm being an artiste over <laughs> here. <laughs> if I, and I, I, want, I want to be honest with the listeners because that's something that's important to me, yep. being uh, honest with the primates listeners. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that... We spent what maybe two hours googling trying to find a Sopranos <laughs> monkey we did episode. Try. We got close, and then I found an episode with a song that had the word monkey in it. And, and was, Matt said that that tempted. didn't count. Oh well, to be honest, I thought about it, but yeah. I knew I that would have angered. It was some. it was a deep cut episode too. It was like episode eleven of season one. Like, well, you know, what are we really going to talk about? <laughs> I think what we were trying to arm bar in was just us watching Sopranos yeah. again because we've been yeah. heavy on the Sopranos. And we've been doing Red the Italian wine. accent. We've been living the we've Italian We've been watching lifestyle. Sopranos here. Hey. We've been watching Sopranos here. And, uh, and we're just trying to find an excuse to watch another episode of that. Yeah. But unfortunately, we got stuck with... <sighs> Gilligan's Island, which was suggested by a listener. And thank Who, you so can much. Can you shame them? Yes, I can. Uh, thank you so much for the suggestion. Do you have any address so we can bash him as well? They, uh, they're from Melbourne. Oh fuck! 
And uh, Sophie did not leave a last name. I think that's oh, probably Sophie. Smart. You ruined my night. So, oh no, I because we actually got into a hot debate because this particular episode <laughs> of Gilligan Island, a very literal hot debate. Hot debate was the. It was like a modelling competition between the three girls or the ladies who were on Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Uh, and then we were like, well, who would you vote for? And then we all got into a war. Not a war, but a who, who we would We got into a war. Yeah. We had a war. Matt, do you give the name of the episode so they can follow so, yeah, along at home? yeah, the episode name is Beauty Is As Beauty Does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's season two, episode two. I, can, honest, I can't believe it got past season one after what we watched, but uh, it, it was, was a different time. I mean, maybe they got through all the good stuff early. This is what I, I mean. We did find says. out. We did find out they did it ninety-eight episodes in just under three years, which is impressive that's for a television wild. show to almost reach syndication level. Well, I mean, they did yeah, syndicate. That's neighbor shit, you know. That is, it's a meat factory. Just fucking boom in out thirty-two mm. episodes a fucking month. You know that mm-hmm. shit. You know, mm-hmm. yuck. IMDB says, this is what how it describes the episode. Ginger, Marianne and Mrs. Howell decide to hold a beauty contest to see who will be named Miss Castaway. Gilligan has to cast the deciding vote so everyone else tries to influence his vote. It was... It was amazing how it went for half an hour. Mm-hmm. It's also that like... That was the whole... That you could literally... That, like, very rarely in a description will you get all the information yeah, that yeah. happened in the show. You're like, yeah. oh, there's got to be a twist... Nah, that's well, it. The description didn't mention the monkey, did it? No, that's a very Sorry, that's a Josh key the part. ape actually. Listeners oh, okay. Will be pretty frustrated right, by yeah. you mislabeling. Well, sorry. I actually, I was going to mention that before, but no one ever asked me what my favorite primate. What is was. your favorite primate? I don't know what a primate is. Okay, prim- <laughs> we're primates. We're primates. We're in the then family. me. I'm going with me. Oh, uh, you're you are an Evan fan. He's <laughs> he also says humans. Oh uh, no, I just me. Okay, yeah. No one else. Nah. You're like, fuck everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I'm my favourite primate. Yeah. Who else is in our family? we got us. we got chimpanzees. <laughs> chimpanzees. <laughs> the great apes. The great apes. Uh, orangutans Humans. Aren't. Orang- oh. No, orangutans. Are, Orang- I thought they were 98%. I thought they were the closest. No, I chimps. chimps. So you got chimps, gorillas, and orangutans. Chimps are the, are the, the great apes, I think. Face-eating ones as and well. And then you've it? got... Is it because of the monkeys thumb? Monkeys have normally got the tails. Is it the thumb? Thumb. Fucking hell. Don't... No one, I Matt, which one has like thumbs? 60, ep- 60 episodes in and I've, no one's ever tested me like this. Oh, this yeah, is no, good. because I thought it had something to do with the thumb. Po- the opposable thumb opposable does come thumb. into it for sure. I forget where... Because um, that, that separates the species, I believe. Which? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you, I does did, that, is that yeah, what I made... I did year 10 biology and surprisingly I paid attention for a small part. The thumb And bit. it was only for 12 years later to fuck up a podcast <laughs> and make this cunt Google some shit. All right. Yeah, and so you could do shuckers. So, yeah, I only like primates that can shaka <laughs> or mimic pulling bongs. Yeah, that is if sick. If not, I don't that respect them. But we, we did get into a hot debate as to who was the hottest person on the island. We followed along with the episode quite closely in that regard. Um, oh, I went with Ginger because I'm a fan of redheads. Rangers. You said yeah. that already. Well, I didn't say Rangers, no, because that's that was your word. Please don't put... Yes, orangutans. <laughs> oh, from the earliest Please story. not put your hateful speech into my... Uh, a, a beautiful redhead, because I used to date a very tall redhead. She was a very beautiful woman, and I, I have the weakest spot in the world for tall redheads. I'd say they're my favourite thing in the world. Thing? 
well, not thing. Okay. Favorite. I mean, I mean, you're already talking about ranking women. Yeah, you're, you're objectifying. And now you're calling them things. What? No, I thought you were my favorite thing. The episode you made me watch was about ranking women. I said they were all equally beautiful. That is not what Brett said. Them all. That is not what Brett said at all. I said I would rate them in order. No. That is. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, and then you said, and then I, and then we said the brunette, but then I was like, well, the older lady, she has some. You're floundering, Brett. She has some quite so quite hot characteristics. So there are so yeah, this is so I I had had never seen the show before. Do this we find is, out about the thumbs? Oh yes, okay. Let's do the thumbs first. Let's do the thumbs says, first. Uh, according to UntamedScience.com, it says primates with fully opposable thumbs include the great apes, humans, chimpanzees, gorillas, and orangutans, mm. and old world monkeys, those native to Asia and Africa, such as baboons and colobus monkeys. Are those? Does that include the ones that steal stuff from tourists? Are those the? Uh, yeah, I think I think old world monkeys are basically all the monkeys in Asia and Africa, and then the new world ones are from. And South America and King Louis is an orangutan. Yes. Okay. But I think in the newer one, which we haven't done yet, he's like an extinct version of the orangutan called the gigant right. Topithecus. Well, something. Who's King like Louis? Christopher Walken. King Louis from. The I want to be like you. Oh. I want to walk like you, oh, talk right. like you. That, that was the episode Danielle did. She, oh. she loves that movie. Um. So Gilligan's Island, though. Yes. I so for people who don't know, it's like a it's a show from 1964. 1964, three How seasons. Did you know that off the top of your head, he's sitting there with Google in front of him. I like just 64. I love 60s television. Do you? Yep. I don't believe you. Test me. Okay. Name another series. I of dream the 60s. of Jeannie. Fuck, you got me. I can't even back it up. Name another one. Bewitched. Fuck. Uh, name another one. Damn it! Hey, come on. <laughs> I, I knew you had to crack. That was pretty gotcha. good. That was oh, yes. honeymooners. Oh, uh, maybe fifties for honeymooners. Wait, would it be uh, the Brady Bunch? I think that was seventies. Fuck, it would be. Here's a story. Yeah. So according to IMDb, this is the storyline of Gilligan's Island in general. It says during what was supposed to be a three-hour tour, the SS Minnow. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! They got stranded on this island for ninety-eight episodes, and they're less than three hours away from wherever the fuck they started. That actually annoys me because, like, dude, <laughs> you can swim. That's infuriating. And also, all the shit that they, the props they put oh, out man. of fucking nowhere, yeah, does my head in. You're like. You can't build a raft, but you can build a full stage with a pool curtain. Yep. You see that curtain? Yeah. Yep. Both sides of the curtain. That's a full leverage system right there. Not but- only that, 98 complete banquets every episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. With yes. the galoshes or whatever you call those yeah, yeah. things. Oh, man. Crazy. Galoshes are gumbers, And they had fire. I don't know what you're talking And they had about. like... They were too they cut. had the fire. The were clean. <laughs> yeah. Where do they get all this fire from? There were a no, lot of that. You are like those King like, Louis. Like lighter candles that you get from Bunnings that's on the bamboo. Like you know? the tiki torch kind of thing? Yeah, they had yeah. the tiki torches. Yeah. They had too much. They had The food was great. They had like these great <laughs> clean fishing rods. Everyone had a, like 12 The fishing outfits. rods were clean. It was a great tour. Dude, but yeah, if you're on an island, you know, you get rusty fishing rod after a while. Yeah, you do. You know, you get you salt, salt By salt season two, episode two, your rod's rusty. Your rod's fucked up. I mean, yeah. how good would that show have been if by like the 30th episode it had started turning into Lord of the Flies and people right. are just horrified? It would have made I, more sense. It would have made that, more that, sense. That's I actually some su- realism. That's Survivor Series 1. Just some guy baked went... Let's just put some cunts on the island <laughs> and, see, and make sure one of them's stupid 
and see what happens. I don't you know remember. I, mean? I, I never watched Survivor, but I did it's see... It's the same it. premise, except it was funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I, did see, I did see a clip from one Survivor episode where some dude... Uh, just fell asleep and fell into a fire, and they had to evac him out, and that was pretty exciting. My mate was a I don't know if that my mate a was lot. a camera operator on Survivor Series, whatever mm-hmm. doesn't matter, and um, he because uh, they because they because they, they're in full survival mode because they're so malnourished that at night they had security to try and because those like the cameras get turned off at a certain point at night, and they had full security staff to try and stop them from raiding the crew's food because they would create little gangs and break in and they'd have to be they'd actually have to station their um you know where they the crew were staying like three or four k's away because when they did it close quarters yeah they're like they can smell them cooking fucking beans or steaks or whatever and they're like full animal mode at night like a bear in the wilderness just going for the food. contestants are yeah the contestants oh that out, doesn't sound mind. good yeah i mean how yeah. can they how can they not feed them well, they, they can feed them, but to a certain nutrient level. Like if the doctor's like, you can, the human body can live three weeks without nutrients. So with water. So it can fucking, like, they're like yeah. they'll keep you to the minimum to keep you shredded and skinny and looking like that show and make you do the things. But it's also not going to not make you crazy, you know? Right. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, that's a wild rant I have. So enjoy that. That's good. I did enjoy it. So that's what, big, what that's what Big Brother did with Roots, I think. That was their whole premise. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> Put them in the house long enough. They had don't turkey <laughs> slapped in fucking seven weeks. They're like, I need to do it now. <laughs> fucking hell. Mm. Was, there, was there a primate on? They would have had an episode where they brought a monkey in, I reckon. Big Brother? Yeah. Oh, mm. they do things to birth. Which was filmed here on the Gold Coast. That's right. My spiritual home. I mean, the, your the home. House is... I also live here, but it is my <laughs> spiritual home. The house is still there. Yeah. Yeah, really? yeah, it's just well, they try it's, to... a, it's not a it's not a house. It's a set. Yeah, it's an outdoor set that still exists. Right, it still exists on the lot. They got so it makes no sense when people go, "Where do they make movies on the Gold Coast?" And I go, "Movie World." And they go, "Yeah, good one." I was like, "No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We actually have the biggest sets in Australia that are on the back lots of Movie yeah. World. Really They're huge at the yeah. back. You can see them Aquaman, when you're on the right." Thor, all shot here. Yep. On the back of Movie World, yeah, it's all in the huh. same lot. Yeah, yeah. So when when I when I was I worked on Aquaman, so we we'd have to go. There'd be the theme park to the left, and then to the right, you drive off, and there'd be twelve of the biggest studios in Australia, mm-hmm. right. uh, as on the same lot. So you were you hanging out with Jason Momoa? Yeah, I met him. Uh, met him once. Uh, he high fived me, Momoa. Momoa, uh, thank you. And he nearly I thought broke it was Momoa, my sir. hand with a high five. Right, because that was my first day, and I and he walked in. And he goes, sick mullet, brah. And then he went to high five me. And then I saw the size of his arms compared to my arm when I put it up. And I was like, get that compo form ready. Yeah. And he nearly broke my arm clean off. It was sick. Uh, what a wild unit. So he's a good guy. He's a good dude. Ed, I reckon you can tell that. He's a nice guy. Yeah, but they have to voice. You look sus on it, Josh. I, you what you got you, a problem with Josh? What do you Momoa? mean? I don't have any problem with him, but what do you mean? You're He's like, very I bad at dialogue, though, so they have to dub most of his stuff. I think I've just seen him in interviews and stuff, and he just seems like a genuine guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's just a nice guy. I'm just, I can just, I can tell. It's fine. It just seems like, it's like what someone who had a big poster of Jason Momoa would say. Yeah, so I've got a giant... Okay. Jason Momoa poster. I've just never, th- I've just never thought about Jason Momoa, and you said that, and I had to think about Dude, it. He throws axes for a living, like as a joke. Like he just loves axe throwing, rock climbing. Loves he's axe throwing, man. 
you know, a good story. Yeah, man, this guy sounds good, like he could good. also be a scumbag. Like, these are not his no, yeah. positive or negative qualities. He can't do lines. He loves throwing axes. He almost broke my hand. On Anzac Day, everyone had the day off. So Momoa and his crew went to, like, the crappy RSL where they're playing two up. Um, with a bunch of war veterans or whatever, this shitty RSL. He just went in there. They had no idea who he was. And it was like, oh, yeah, come in, man. You play some two-up, put beers on every day, put on, you know, schooners all day for the boys, whatever. They had no idea who it was. Shouted the whole bar all day, played two-up. There's all this footage of him just at this RSL with all these fucking world yeah. wars there. He's buying beers for war veterans, Josh. What Here's do you got to say beer. about that? Feeding their depression and sadness about the things that they've been through. Fair call No 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 I didn't think of it that way uh, Momoa's a scumbag You heard it here first Yeah he goes in And he feeds off the uh, back The sadness of the elderly So the ape made no sense In this whole Fucking episode That's Can I true. please Gilligan's point Island. out Gilligan's Island yeah. So there's a contest And then somehow one Because this whole Gilligan's Island to me Is there's four dudes One's an idiot the other three, one's dating someone, and the other two are just trying to continuously try and root the, the other two. Oh, well, let me go the through thirstiest the thirstiest men, except yes. for Gilligan. Gilligan's yeah. the only one who's not thirsty. He's like he seems real sort of childlike. Yes, yes. Let me read. I'll read this story, this storyline overview of the whole series He's, just to give because I imagine most listeners won't have a an idea of what this show is either. <laughs> Can't imagine that. A lot of people don't know about 60s so, TV like I do. Three-hour tour, the SS Minnow is shipwrecked on an uncharted tropical island following a typhoon. The seven castaways include the Minnow's blustery captain, who's the skipper, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. His bumbling first mate, Gilligan. Oh, that's why Gilligan's there. He's the first mate. But what he's bumbling. Gilligan's Island if he's the idiot? Yeah. True. The millionaire couple named the Howls. Right. Uh, curvaceous movie star Ginger Grant. Oh, she's a movie star. Movie star. And sexy farm girl Marianne farm Summers. Girl. <laughs> oh, and a science professor known as the Professor. He doesn't even have a name, I don't think. Yeah, but he's into science. He doesn't need a name. There's no time for developing names. We have to write 98 <laughs> scripts in two and a half years. Despite sexy country girl. <laughs> yeah, isn't that, is that what it's Sexy farm girl Sexy farm girl uh, Despite their dire situation The castaways managed to survive on a diet Made up of fish and coconut cream pie And were aided by oh, their tr- You didn't have them for that shit Yeah and the banquets they have every day yeah. At lunch They were aided by their trusty transistor radio And a seemingly never ending parade of guest stars who managed to drop by their deserted island. Oh yeah, I mean the only guest star in this one was the monkey, was but the monkey? I did hear that in other ones it would Ape. just be. Hey, dear God. How, uh, did, how did they how do they justify getting guest stars on? I think they all just live on the island. Right. <laughs> oh, we're from the other corner of the island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but how uh, man, it's not an island, it's watch, actually a peninsula. Now I want to watch Gilligan's Island to see how they get a guest guest star in and out. They've they've listed some of the guest stars or characters they had, um, including a big game hunter, a movie <coughs> producer, a mad scientist, a rock band, Russian cosmonauts, uh, foreign spies, and a jungle boy. Jungle Boy makes sense to me. This sounds yeah. like Neighbours if it had better writers. Are any them. of them famous guest stars or are they just like actual other characters? I think there might just be other characters. Well, I'm only basing right. on that they didn't but use a, any... a hunter, names. you could go, oh, he's lost back in the wilderness. Yeah. yeah. But a movie guy is like, you know he's got a helicopter to get yeah, out of why there. I mean, that's not, but that's, they're not really guest stars, are they? They're just other characters. Yeah. <laughs> Juice it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like... Someone, it's not like Fred Durst popped up on the island. That would be sick. That though. would actually be yeah, sick. That would be sick. That would be so sick. He's like, guys, Fred. we're gonna. It's my way. Yeah, my way on the island. 
Far yeah. out. Oh, they should reboot it as Fred's Island. Fred's Island would be Fuck. good. Yeah. That would actually be good. That would be good. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But so the monkey gets introduced when he's trying to... So the professor is backing this brunette chick, sexy country girl. Marianne. Marianne. As the number one. So he's trying to train her... To, to be like fitter So he's like Maybe swim in the ocean And then he attaches A, a fishing hook To her bikini Or her You know Her Bathing swim suit. set Right And then She jumps in the water And he's reeling her in So she's like Doing cardio But not going too far Yeah But also you just do a lap Do a like, lap It doesn't, it doesn't really doesn't matter make any sense Yeah but then it doesn't get to the joke When right. Gilligan jumps in Goes you must got a big fish Pulls her outfit off Horny blokes once again. Very good. You know what I mean. That was a very. That was actually my favorite bit of the. That's, yeah, episode. she was quite naked, and then out of nowhere, this ape appears. Yeah. And then Gladys, gl- Gladys, and then steals his hat. Yeah. And then he has a very one-sided conversation. Yeah, but he he'd already met her because he said, "Oh, hey, Gladys." Yeah. yeah, he knew her, so that so that's a reoccurring. But also, we were is, saying is the Gladys is pretty good to the point. Where you think it's an actual skinned animal. Yeah. Like that's not like, like Peter s- won't be allowing that shit nowadays. And the actor I found out, Janos Prohaska. Was and what else is he the got? man in the suit. Love his work. Also been on Bikini Beach, <laughs> Bewitched, and Star Trek. Mm. All in those uh, all 64, 66. In the era. same costume. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was the original Andy Circus. Um the I I'm you're gonna hate this, Matt, but when Gladys was old. He did? No, he genuinely played a gorilla on Bewitched. Yeah, I told you. I mean, I know all about the 60s TV. Um, did, did, was Gladys a character previously in, in Gilligan's Island or was that... I don't think so. It's not a... That, so they just retconned in that yeah, the, Gilligan was friends with the monkey. It does make it seem... Well, I mean, I've never seen another episode, but the character on IMDb is not clickable, Gladys. Right, okay. So it makes that seem like it isn't... Is the only so then, instance. Then they get into this, like, essentially, like a parade. Yeah. To who is the hottest? It's like an old and it's school very long beauty ev- pageant. Everyone's got their person they're trying to root on the island. Let's root not fuck for. Root for, yeah. Root no, for. No, no. Penetrate. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you mean sexually? Up. There's no way. None of that was fucking like the captain who's drunk as fuck. Definitely wants to root the redhead. Yes. The professor. Is probably got a doctorate in tricking girls. Who knows? <laughs> He's definitely keen for the sexy farmer. She's very attractive. And that guy's already dating the other girl. Married. Yeah, the, the house. The ha- the older couple. Mm-hmm. So there's no... So but it Gilligan's- doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't... I mean, without having seen any other episodes, it feels like they've just... They've made... Like, this is just a thing they've made up for this episode. Oh, for some reason, the skipper cares that one of them wins... And because it's a horny undertone, it's the sixties. Like that's what it is. It's like you can't do what you can do nowadays. Where you know it's Jersey Shore, where they're fucking under the sheets. It's like the captain wants to root this one. He wants to root that one. 
that's the undercurrent. Mm. That is right. the undercurrent. Is it's always. I don't sex. reckon that's what it was. <laughs> no, nah, I reckon you're wrong. <laughs> or what do you think you wanted to be best friends with her? I was just. It feels. Oh, I just felt way more innocent than all that. Nah, I was singing three dudes on a, four dudes on an island. They're fucking. It would have made more sense if they had removed one of the guys or one of the girls, so that no, no so that they were trying to compete for the other one's attention. Because now yeah, the were, skipper though. wants to root the ginger one. Great, go root the ginger one. No one else wants to root the ginger one. And then the professor wants to root Marianne. Yeah, that's why. Go root make, Marianne. That's a good point. And what, so it's Gilligan a, doesn't yeah, want to do anything. They think Gilligan's a threat, but really Gilligan just wants to root the ape. Yeah. Which is how AIDS was invented, and it's why they stopped after ninety-eight episodes because Gilligan started AIDS. Did you know they? they it's not the uh, it's not the sex with the monkeys, but it was the eating of the monkeys that got AIDS. Really? AIDS? Yeah. I do not know anything about this, but I'm going to choose to argue. I thought it was purely a sexual thing. No, I think that was like a that was like a long-running joke, or you know, a thing people would say. But it was actually from like cutting up and eating monkey meat in so the jungle. So it's kind of like when you eat. You know when they made cows eat cows, you got they fucking mad cow disease. What is that? Where is that cows? how that happens? They made cows they, eat cows. Why would you make a cow eat a well, cow? I'm they like they don't, wait, they don't. They eat grass. No, but I'm going based on one bit of information. But Google this <laughs> right now. Okay. So in their feedlot, they would use old parts of cows, and, that, and I'm pretty sure that's how mad cow disease was also made okay so please don't hold this to me and i'm willing to back away from this at a moment's notice. sure it's but, it does feel a little bit like the red wine starting to talk a bit over no there. no i'm actually going to back myself on this one all right all right i'm good right. with weird facts uh, so they started in their feed they started, they started including meat right into their feed which was their their own this self. i mean if they've done this it seems wrong and bad yeah and silly Okay. Well, Am I wrong or right? I've, there's a few articles that have come up. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, this one looks like it's got a .edu, which Ooh. means it's legit. Yep. Fuck with uh, Fact-checking project on the film. But there is, I definitely heard it on A Current Affair, so you know it's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it says, Factory farm feedlots feed cows dead cows. Is it the claim I'm checking? The fact Thank you. Is, so it is actually out there as knowledge, but not confirmed. Well, no, no it's it, as a suspicion. Going on to check this fact, saying... Fuck, I hope I'm right. Bovine spongy form... Oh, let's call it BSE, <laughs> or commonly known as the mad cow disease, mm-hmm. is the result of feeding cows with blood, bone, and other unwashed flesh. Thank from you. All types no, no, no. This is the hypothesis. And early nineties, BSE spread from the United Kingdom and then to other countries. The practice of using rendered bovine origin I'm proteins right. as the ingredient in cow I'm feed. Right. However, the United States Food and Drug Administration Suck published my a way. final regulation that prohibits. Such practice in 1997, according to the FDA, it's illegal to blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm pretty know. sure I'm right. As a result, cows okay. might still be eating dead cows just indirectly. Oh, all right. So thank you. Well, in that case... Uh, it's being, okay, it says, since the bovine meat and bone meal is now being fed to chickens, pigs and fish instead of cattle, <laughs> infectious prions could still reach the end of cattle if cattle are eating non-ruminant animal protein from these animals. Just as you said, Brett, just as you said. No, my exact words. Yeah. Exact words. But yeah, the science basically was they were like crushed up, they were crushing up crap. Well, in that case... a lot of meat in it. So essentially eating themselves, which... And then would make sense... I was going to say, in that case... You know, an ape eating an ape... 
causing a weird disease. Yep. Is that what you're saying? AIDS came from ape, ape eating ape? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> but but, no, but, but humans, because we are humans, great apes. Yeah, I think I don't know if it was from eating of the apes. It might have been from the uh, killing and then preparation of the ape, and then the blood to the blood, and that's how the disease right, spread to humans. Right. I don't think it was from actually eating the meat, unless you're eating raw so it's meat. It's a blood to blood thing. I think it's a blood to blood thing, which is what AIDS, how AIDS is transmitted. Yeah, but then it makes you think how AIDS. Came about, you know what I mean? Right. Like, what do you mean? Well, the you know, is, is it a disease? Oh, yeah, yeah, for monkeys, it was a monkey disease. So it was a monkey disease. Yeah. Do you not find it funny, but that every that this this is ape park in Launceston? And, yeah. And they all have AIDS. <laughs> do they all have do AIDS? They really? They're all infected with AIDS, so yeah, they're not, those monkeys not are that. never allowed to leave. I mean, that makes sense, I guess, because they're in such confined quarters. Yeah. And they don't, you know, they're not like. You know, they're not sponsored by Ansel or some shit and just, you know, wearing dingers. They're just going raw dog. I, that's not how they... It's uh, Yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought sex. you meant like to protect people. <laughs> no, 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 no. People are jumping We have to get some Johnnies on these monkeys. No, 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 no. Okay, I've, I found an article on avert.org and it asked the question, did HIV come from monkeys? And it says... In 1999, researchers found a strain of SIV in a chimpanzee that was almost identical to HIV in humans. The research SIV being simian immune, I think so, yeah. immune, immune, whatever the fuck. Did you guess that? Or you knew? That? I am. I well, it's it's human immuno something virus. Oh, okay. So simian, I imagine. V is virus. That's the one we should have got pretty quickly. Yeah, I was trying to finish the immunity bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard simian. I was like, what the fuck is that? The researchers who discovered this connection concluded that it proved chimpanzees were the source of HIV-1 and that the virus had at some point crossed species from chimps to humans. The same scientists then conducted more research into how SIV could have developed in the chimps. They discovered that the chimps had hunted and eaten two smaller species of monkeys, red-capped mangabays and greater spot-nosed monkeys. These smaller monkeys infected the chimps with two different strains of SIV. The two different SIV strains then joined together to form a third virus that could be passed on to other chimps. This wait, is wait, a hold strain on, just, that can affect, also infect humans. Just quickly, like they're like, oh, how, where did this SIV come from? And they were like, smaller monkeys. Yeah. And they're like, well, great, we've figured it out. <laughs> like, that's where yeah, they yeah, stopped. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. Whoa, no. Wait, wait. <laughs> and then at the end of the end of this food chain, it's just David Quirk going, I told you, we should all be vegan. <laughs> Right. Which would have stopped it uh, In theory Yeah in theory it would have stopped it Unless one of the monkeys well, many Attacked and killed were. a man Or hurt a man But didn't they claim That the only reason why we evolved Oh this sounds like a meat board Fucking ad Was a protein that was in meat Which enabled our brain To develop to the next level Well they have a new documentary Coming out which on uh, Netflix About yeah. all these uh, athletes Who have switched to plant based diets And how their performance has improved Like Peter Siddle yeah, like that, hit them. Uh, and <laughs> and saying like it's like the shit. They're like, they're going, you do not need animal proteins, basically. And and these are all the people who are on plant-based diets and they're doing better than everyone else. Right. right. Yeah. I agree. I, I would, from, yeah, from what I know, which is very little, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Don't say that. You know a lot about bovine 
S-A. Oh, no, but just Did you go to Bovine University? I went to Bovine <laughs> University. When I graduate, I want to go to Bovine <laughs> University. But it makes more sense. Like, like uh, plant-based is where like, we eat, we're getting secondary uh, energy from an animal that eats grass. And then we go, you know, why wouldn't you cut out the middleman? Obviously, we can't digest grass, but we can digest... Cut out the middle monkey. Cut out the middle monkey. Cut out the middle thing. Mm-hmm. And if you look at lions, for example, then people are like, oh, they're meat eaters. What is the first thing they eat in a fucking wildebeest is the stomach? Because it's oh, full of grass. Is that right? Yes. One of the first things if, they go for. If only they knew what was in the stomach and then it was all Dude, around them. You know what's so amazing? <laughs> that finally, all the times I've been stoned out of my brain... Listening to David Attenborough, it's finally paid off for once. <laughs> Instead of just being not being able to record podcasts and do things, I'm like, man, they go for the stomach and they go yeah. for the heart. Man, like the rest of the stuff's all like, no one gives a fuck about no it. No kidding. It's the internals. Yeah, mm. they always go for the stomach first. And this isn't just some sort of Peter propaganda. Mate, look at me. I'm, I happily, oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to be more vego. I'm trying, but Mate, God, I love. Yeah, I was. Where was I? I? Was somewhere with you recently? You had a veggie burger. Well, I was, I was, I was, I was veggie when I was uh, in uh, primary. I was way ahead of the curve for three years uh, before it was a thing, which was you could. You never, invented vegetarianism. I did. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It was well, the, uh, but then you I crumbled because era. I, I like, and it's never a steak that makes me crumble. It's always like a shit pizza mm. or a meat pie. Mm-hmm. That rubbery ham oh. on a pizza. Just the crappest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, pie at the footy, you're like, oh, I've got to have that. That's always what makes me crumble. It's never like, a, here's a $200 steak. It's not that. What do you miss, Matt? Uh, mold Hungarian salami. <laughs> but I've thought about that Very a lot. specific. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every supermarket trip is a, is a quick walk past. Oh, walk past the small oh. goods for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, but I mean, just cutting out any, anyway, it's not a thing. You've got a pretty good balance. I do. I, I'd say I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't buy red. So I, I, when I'm at home, I don't buy red meat or many meats. The only I mainly say my diet would be pescatarian. I'm trying to get confused with the religion. Is that the right word for it? I think that's the that's the fish eating. Okay, good. Because I yeah. sometimes say presbyterian. Presbyterian. That's the that's the fish worshiping. So I do one. the I do the I do the I mainly do the seafood because I've uh, I grew up in it from a. Uh, my work from a very younger age was always in the seafood area. Right. So I cannot give up seafood. Yeah, for for seafood I found it the easiest. I never got into it. See, I, w- I worked on a fishing TV show right. for fucking five years and I've been a diver and I've been a spearfisher yeah. and I've been a crabber forever. Right. So I can't, I can't do it. There's another term for um, uh, Presbyterian. Cowards. Uh, no, fish and chipocrite. Oh, I like that. That's, that's not, not nice. that's an old one, not mine, but I just sort of bring a bit of levity also, in. Is that a vegetarian joke yeah, against people who eat fish? Which I don't, I'm not into that idea at all, you know, the having a go at people who are trying to do better. Yeah, it's like any it. sort of, I mean, whatever you want to do, good on you. But yeah. having a go at someone going, oh, I'm going to cut out some meat because I think that's good. And then eat people on either side having a go, like, well, you should either cut it all out or none. Yeah, this is coming from a coward who can't give up cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should, you're you're better that. than most people. I think if we all do a little bit better, <laughs> but then you start looking at the fish you eat, then because there's so many heavy metals and plastics in the fucking ocean, so you need to be very careful what type of fish you eat. Because right. if you eat high chain fish, you have high levels of mercury. Like shark is fucked. 
You really? Know what I mean? Tuna. Is Can't eat a lot of tuna. Fun. And tuna's so good. I love tuna. Tuna's so good, but it's full of mercury. Right. Mm-hmm. I reckon the only fish that I miss eating is flake, like battered flake from a fish and chip shop. Well, that's probably got more chemicals than anything else because it's been preserved in some shop for a year. Right. I can never give up, and it's, it's a bottom feeder, so I'm fine. I will never, ever be able to give up crayfish or blue swimmer crabs. Uh, or blue manners if you're from Western Australia. I, that's my favourite meat in the world. And I, yeah, I dive for them, I catch them fresh, I catch them, I fish them, I cook them that night. Nothing better in the world. Well, that reminds me, you talking about fishing reminds me of this episode of Gilligan's Island where the professor so. starts sort of, he tries to fish for, we already talked about this, didn't he? Yeah, we did, but it's still mm-hmm. fine. Well, that's brought us back in. So the... So the episode goes on forever, it feels like, but it's only... It is they were trying to, like, they were actively trying to destroy each other's modelling competition. Mm-hmm. But there's only four of you, or five, oh, sorry, seven of you on the island. Is it seven? Yeah. Like, you're going to have to see him the next plus, day. Plus guest stars. Plus guest stars. Yeah. But that's not the weird thing as well. It's like, why does anyone care about this? You're basically asking, like, Gilligan is... Um, weak character He's a weak character Their priorities are all wrong Why do they care What Gilligan thinks yeah. Of anything Yeah 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 I mean it is his island He's got the swing vote Well, yeah. he, That's he the, the only thing he has Because he was the only person Who wasn't banging One of the persons On the yeah. island mm. That's the undertone of it I swear to God I'm not sure Everyone that, is banging someone Besides Gilligan Gilligan's rooting the ape But And he's the swing vote Why I mean why are they not Saying that then this is the 60s. They're not going to go. It's the 60s. The summer of love. The swing in 60s. Yeah, but it's TV 60s. It's right. not out there. They're not out in fucking Woodstock fucking doing a threesome with acid, you know? It really makes is you. acid one of the three in the threesome? Yes. <laughs> it's your third eye, which you're allowed to fuck. It really makes you appreciate modern television writing because it's like. Uh, they... Does it? Have you yeah. seen the absolute garbage they fucking produce now? Uh, it, be, better than Gilligan's Island. It looks. Better, I think any TV is it show. Writing better. Yeah, I know. I, th- I think it is because it's it's like a, it's almost like a like a child's play, like one that they would make you watch yeah. in in school, where they're like, oh, and they're on the island, and then they have to use, uh, they shoot peas at them, and then the peas, and then they dance is- around, and they get stuck in the glue, and they fall over, and then that's all ruined. Yeah, but you've just watched. We've been watching The Sopranos all week, which is this in depth fucking show about this crazy character who's real the main fucking problem is him versus himself which is every problem we're like wow that's exciting but if you're going back what are you competing with the dude i dream of jenny rubs a bottle out and is like i want a magical wish you know one of his wishes is for her her to suck him off and that that's the undercurrent of i dream of jenny that is not the undercurrent (laughs) all the things in the 60s they're too afraid but that's all they want to fuck or suck but that's all that's every show every show is what's going to happen in this show and it's never like oh this is a married couple and they have and they have experiences it's like they're stuck on an island and one of them's a genie and then uh, she's a witch as well and it's a crazy time for everyone there are weird everything's got a big weird gimmick yeah yeah a very big weird gimmick you've got to admit though there has to be the undertone of interest is sexual that's not true I will point to the honeymooners where the undertone was just domestic violence really (laughs) yeah the honeymooners was a lot of alluding to the guy was going to hit the woman off screen oh god God. isn't the honeymooners seen as a classic 
It is a classic, yeah. I like to think of all these things now, I've started thinking about it in depth now, mm-hmm. that all of these are just 16-year-old boys or men's sexual fantasies. Like, like oh, I rub I'm a lamp. stuck on an island yeah. with three girls. Yeah. I've got a hot genie. I rub the bottle. <laughs> what if, if- I've got... Even the Brady Bunch. I've got three hot sisters who aren't <laughs> genetically related to me who are staying in my house. Oh, it's a mixed family and all yeah. my new siblings I mean, are really hot. There's an age thing there as well. <laughs> but there's an undercurrent of sex. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah. got to admit, there is that. Maybe I, not, I in the, like not, not a lot in the Brady Bunch. Bad example, Brady Bunch. <laughs> that's the only one I had. I'm sorry, yeah, Josh. Sure. I feel like you're, you're projecting a lot of that onto it. Like, why would you, if you're going to make a fantasy thing about you being on a deserted island, why would you also have three other men? To keep one the, of them being because, married. Because you can't you, just have one guy, three chicks, because dudes would watch, go, this is going to get interesting. How do you get the ladies interested? But also, you have to identify Fashion with one of the male characters as well. Right. You have to be like, oh, I would be like the professor. Yeah. Yeah. And I the would The girls want to be on him, the guys want to. Well, and, it, be and him. vice versa. Be in, in his head. Because you've got a handsome, head. sexy professor. Yeah. With an old drunk guy. He's a bit loose. The millionaire. The, the millionaire. The drunk. millionaire. Yeah. Was it? How? You know? It's what, both what's that sexual voice from? fantasies. Yeah, the Simpsons do that voice to someone. I was so familiar with the prof- uh, not the the millionaire's voice. Yeah, That's not yeah it, you got thrown off by his voice very quickly. I could not get past and it. I I got over it so quickly. I didn't. Even it's think weird. About it like he puts he pushes out his bottom jaw. Yeah. I don't know if that's what he actually sounded like, but yeah, all all of those like all of those little actors in the sixties had a lot of um like their voices were almost gimmicky as well. Right, mm. yeah, that's true. Nearly, I did oh, notice. So now we're going to start that. critiquing acting because I reckon there's about seven hundred thousand other things that were wrong with. Okay, let's well let's, let's start the with the ten. acting a, and we'll go through the things that I hated about Gilligan's Island. I'd say number one. Gilligan and the island. <laughs> oh, can I have my number one? You're going to hate this, Matt. It was The scenes with the monkey <laughs> were my least favourite parts. Yeah, I reckon yeah. the monkey was the best actor. No, I did not like the monkey. It took me out of the show even more than it already <laughs> yeah. was. And I kept thinking, why is this monkey here? It doesn't seem necessary. It's because it was an ape. Does this, happen? No, <laughs> Does this happen a lot? Do you often have monkeys no, in the shows a, and you... And it takes you out of it. Not normally. No, this this was a weird one. It did seem like why no, have they thrown it in? We haven't got to the really the point is the, the, how it's the a show setup ended. to the yeah. punchline, yeah, yeah. which isn't funny. Yeah, that's the problem. They've written backwards from the end. As a comedian who's written a lot of bad shows, because so in the end, late to this episode, so Gilligan is taking notes through it. They, they put him through all these different challenges. They got to do a, a talent quest. That's when they were doing the piece. People listening would go. Yeah. The You're making shooting. up weird thing with pea shooting and glue, but that's things yeah, that, from that, the episode. There literally happen. was a bucket that said glue, and the guy's like, here's an idea. I was like, you're stranded on an island, and there just happens to be a bucket that says glue <laughs> yeah. nearby with the most stickiest glue. <laughs> Real like fast sellies glue. from fucking Bunnings are like, who made this glue? <laughs> this is the best glue I've ever Let's seen. Let's get him in the lab. Yeah. I have a, uh, I have a plot hole issue with... Okay. With okay, Gilligan's Island, now, wanna, aside from aside from the myriad of props that they have, uh, at the end of the episode, Gilligan decides that the monkey is the winner of the beauty pageant. Why are you committing to monkey? 
I'm telling you what's an ape. You know what? It's a chimpanzee. I'm not even even thinking about it. I'm just automatically saying monkey. Fuck it. This is my every episode. I'm and I'm only doing it because I'm assuming some people listening care. Yeah. Anyway, when you say monkey, you mean chimp. Nerds. When I say monkey, I mean whatever Gladys was. Um, so a Russian man in a suit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Gilligan decides that Gladys wins the competition, right? But also, it's a point-based system. Yes. So. All three of the horny men have tr- have cast a vote the of all the shows, for old Which lady, anyway, hot lady, all... and ginger lady. Yeah. They all have one vote. And then Gilligan comes in, gives the monkey one vote, declares the monkey the winner. Monkey wins. Oh, that's a very good point. That they all had draw. one vote. Yes. It was a draw. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's they all won. And then they're like, but who really won? And he's like the monkey, but you're like, but you had one point each. Exactly, he was a swaying vote. Yeah, that's a good point. They've confused swing vote with judge. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah, because because Gladys came out wearing the sash, and I said Russian, actually Hungarian. I do apologize also, for that. Also, love that Prohaska. there was just once again the sash just available. Yeah, the yeah, sash. yeah, it's like they knew they had that there. Eventually, yeah, that would be a. a Did the sash point. even say Miss? Uh, Miss Castaway. Miss Castaway. something. And I think <laughs> it, something. I think it annoyed me because it was around the It might have way. just said monkey. We were watching it on <laughs> online and it was in reverse. So oh, just, is that why? Because yeah. the titles were in reverse. Yeah. But yeah, Brett's yeah. dyslexic, so he just thought he was yeah, enjoying his know. life. <laughs> I just thought I was like, this is either fucked or it's me again. <laughs> we struggled, yeah, we struggled to find it anywhere on any of the streaming services or any... Uh, I can't imagine why someone isn't picking up this thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I'd, I'd want Sopranos. It's because they were two episodes away from the hundred episodes you need for syndication, so no one wants to buy them. Dude, do you reckon we should crowdfund it? I mean, we wouldn't need a lot of money, but finish off Gilligan's Island to finish it off. I'll be the drunk captain. I mean, everyone's dead. Who wants to be Gilligan? I no, they. I think they have done. They have done like reunion style things, or they have done some follow up. Who and is stuff. who is craving that? The people who watched it originally, I think they're all dead. I mean, that's... Yeah, I like it. Who is craving that? Fans of the show. Fair enough. You've got the dead <laughs> technicality. Yeah, the dead fans <laughs> of the show. <laughs> so, any of them are alive, by the way? Uh, yes, the hot one was. It's still alive. So Wait, what are you calling alive? the hot one? Uh, Marianne. The redhead? No, Marianne. Okay, damn. <laughs> really got you there. I mean, it's a, you're, now you're objectifying. The, I said the hot one. Which one, Matt? You I said, didn't say the hot thing. Yeah, it was up to you to sh- decide which one. It could have been anyone. Well, to me, Gladys was the hot one and deserving winner. Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. No, and, I then think the, she the, and now the old one doesn't the get a least. vote. <laughs> oh, well, the, the she didn't do the best of the talent show. Well. Speeches, I would say, the brunette had the better speech. Performance, I would actually have to give it to the brunette once again. Yes, because she was because hotter. She was a tap dancer. Yeah, she tap danced, and she was hotter. But she also managed to deal with a bad thing and incorporate it into her dancing. The glue. Where she is got stuck the, in the redhead? Glue. The Sally's glue. Redhead got thrown off by the pea things. And oh, left. no, she incorporated that. So Ginger was she getting pea did, shooter. Wait, and no, she she was, her speech was no good. But she turned the pea shooting uh, hits into a dance. And what was the I don't think that was a dance. That I, was no, her, you're no, confused. No. no, no, she was going ow, ow, ow. Which... Which yeah, had yeah, but, but 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 this is the sixties. This is the sixties where this is not a dance. Yeah, you're looking at it with hindsight. Now we got you going to a club and you do see people just dancing like someone's hitting with a pea shooter. She was popping and locking before you were born, bro. She was popping and locking, which was not a thing That's then. That's why she probably deserved the win. But she Thank lost. You. 
And well, you, all, you already gave it to me. You just swung me around. No, no, I retracted after Matt. You cannot that. retract it. I you did. gave it to Marianne. And then what was the final round? Uh, was there another one? What was the first one? Was fashion. The second one was. The first one oh, was. There was a fashion round. First one. Oh, first one was fashion, correct. Who won that one? Uh, well, I have to go with the redhead. Just out but of pure. No. So two wore but she did it actually because the brown haired one, I remember having this green bikini on. It was nice. Okay. There's well, no way. I don't look at bodies. I look at personality. I, I was looking at clothes. It was a fashion competition, okay. Brett. <laughs> but how did you how did you beat the shiny suit that the millionaire wore? Um, I honestly was not looking at her for most of the show. Well, mate, <laughs> we were honestly fashion. in a red hot argument. Yeah, we, we, we were. The redhead. Brett and I were like, really arguing. We don't have to dance around it. It was either the brunette or the redhead. Nah, you're no wrong. one is going the ninety year old lady or Gladys. I reckon it's a four horse the, race. I would laugh if Gladys is still alive. Is Gladys the old lady again? <laughs> no, Gladys is the ape. <laughs> Gladys is an old lady name, so I can understand how you got confused there. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like I haven't been in a pain. Her name is Mrs. Lovey Howe, is the millionaire. And she was born in 1900. Oh, wow. Jesus. But she lived to 1991. That's when I was wow. born. That's my birth year. So, is it? Yeah. Maybe I'm her soul. Oh, <laughs> you could be her spirit animal, which is um, why what, you're backing not her. Is, Gla- is Gladys still she, alive? What a no! Gladys died a young fifties. She would have had a great brutal. career. I feel she looked like a. Very she has, her career is wild. I mean, I haven't heard of a lot of these things, but <laughs> she was in a movie in 1930 called The Poor Fish. That sounds like your kind of movie. That's your kind what, of film, bro. Says poor. No fish. fish. Oh, you enough. just yeah. talked about fish for ages. <laughs> you wouldn't shut up about them. Natalie Schaefer was her name. Um, she was worked in Broadway. Oh. But yeah, Gilligan's Island was a big thing. But she Did Gilligan go on to anything after Gilligan's Island is the question. Because I feel no. like he would have been typed up. I think his name's Bob Denver. Let's have a look at Bob. Let's look at before and afters. I love looking at celebrities when they're older. Oh, yeah, he still looks the same. I thought he died recently. He died in 2005. 2005. He would have died yeah. a millionaire, for sure. At 70 years old. What corn album came out that year? 2005. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd moved on, I think, by then. I think that was Twisted Transistor. <laughs> oh, right. Maybe I was just holding on then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in Rose, an episode of Roseanne. I'm glad he lived to see Twisted Transistor. He was in an episode of Baywatch. He was in an episode he heard of it Alf. And then killed himself. He was like, <laughs> Nothing is better. He was than like, this. "No, I don't like the direction they're taking." <laughs> what he was a real bring back your red hat backwards. <laughs> he was on a show called Fantasy Island for three. Fantasy years. Island was a show that I was. You mentioned islands and fantasy before, and I couldn't figure out a way to work in Fantasy Island. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Fantasy, Fantasy, Fantasy Island. Fantasy TV. Island was a TV show. Wait, Fantasy Island was with that guy with the white hair. Yes, and he started out, and then the like, and then you. When you went to the island, it was like your fantasy. Yeah. This one episode pissed me off where you could have whatever you want on this island and this guy got like an igloo or some shit which was a garden and he just wanted to read a book quietly 
and I wanted to bash him. That's an episode of The Twilight Zone. Do you have oh, you seen that episode? No. So it's, it's uh, supposed to read a book quietly. Like, yeah. whose fantasy is that? Well, and this is something cool, you fucking door. In this episode of The Twilight Zone, there's this guy who works in a bank, and all he wants to do is read, and he can't. Like people keep interrupting him. His re- he just wants to read books all day, um, and he goes Yuck. down to the vault, locks himself in the vault. Uh, there is a nuclear holocaust <laughs> above him while he's in the vault. He uh, comes out. Everyone's dead. He finds all these books and he's like, finally, finally. And then his glasses fall off and they smash. <laughs> he's like, no. I had all the time. Wait. I had all the time. Wait, that, I swear <laughs> to God, I just watched an episode. I was telling you about this show. I've been watching Marvelous Miss Maisel about a housewife in 1958 who gets into stand-up comedy. Yeah. They... Her dad on the episode I watched today told the story of that episode in a long drawn out thing at yep. a dinner party. It's a very famous Twilight Zone episode. That's tripped me out. Why have I heard that twice today? This is the Twilight Zone, yeah. man. We've tricked you. And, <laughs> and now I'm, I'm actually reading a book. And I'm Rod That's Sterling. <laughs> Holy shit. And welcome shit. to my fuck island. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fantasy island. Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. island. Is there much else to <laughs> it? me jacking off with no interruptions? That is not what I imagine when I say fuck island. <laughs> That's what I imagine, dude. There's not a lot of... That's not a lot of fuck. My foreskin regrows and now I know what it feels like. Man, it's so good to have one. I ne- oh, yeah, I've lost it. So it's, a, it's amazing. I've heard great things. Yeah, yeah. All the, all the nerves are there. I know. Like, all of them. I could slam it into a door. Kramer talks about this on an episode of Seinfeld a lot. Mm-hmm. I want it back. Give it back! I want it back! <laughs> <laughs> What's to do with foreskins, everybody? Is there anything else we really... I mean, we've, we've kind of... Talked that, that uh, episode the whole way through, haven't Gil- we? Gilligan's Island. I keep wanting to say Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's Travels is the worst show lot. I've seen in wasn't fucking a lot ages. To work with, but I feel like we got on a lot of good tangents. Yeah, because we didn't really talk about it at all. Well, that was the best part of it. Yeah. I feel. So normally, what we do, I think, we, but we we covered off how it finishes. The they stay on the island. And what I did like from reading the Wikipedia page, it talks about the 98 episodes, and then it says at the end of Gilligan's Island, the last episode, they still remain on the island as they didn't know it was going to be the finale, and that was right. it. And I just like the idea. Well, I find it a little sad, almost maybe melancholy, that these people... These actors were just doomed to forever yeah, stay on the island. Yeah, yeah. So they're still they're there. still stuck on well, a I mean, studio lot in Hollywood. They're all dead except for Marianne, I think, who's That's... alive. And 80. Yeah. Wow. And banging. Uh, there's a goof section of the IMDb. It says, the record player used during the contest requires electricity. <laughs> uh, I will actually call them on that because they used to have wind-up record players. Yeah. Man, they, Gilligan's Island goofs. must have, like, goofs must just be constant. They there must was, be like, there was there's no thing. sewing machines. And How also, could they have made that also, parachute? Can I go on public record to say... If you actually critique this seriously online and think about it for more than five seconds, that's not on a podcast about primates. Okay, thank Go you. fucking kill yourself. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that actually type of record player required an actual fucking 240 volt thing to start. Like, who the fuck up? You know what I mean? Like, what? Who cares? Yeah, I know. I know there's a lot of whinging nerds out there and we shouldn't have to deal with them. This episode, uh, Beauty Is As Beauty Does, only has one bit of trivia which i normally like to go through on this uh podcast uh this episode only has one bit of trivia and it is that uh dawn wells who plays marianne was actually crowned miss nevada in 1959 
Marianne, baby, number one on Gilligan's Island. Suck it, Ginger. Well, you can't argue with that. You cannot argue with Miss Nevada of 19, what was it? 1959. 1959. Nevada State? Yeah. Las Vegas, baby. If Vegas, you know it's good. That's you know it's good. Oh, well, guys, I'm wrong. (laughs) I knew she was was hotter. I knew she was hotter. I was right about the cow disease thing. You were right about that, which is confusing. But wait, also, is that another instance of where did the mad cow disease come from? The cows that the cows ate. And where did that come from? They ate smaller cows. Smaller cows. (laughs) Smaller cows. (laughs) They ate calves. We normally finish talking about the topic by giving it a score. Out of bananas, how many bananas out of how big are the bunch of bananas that you you envisage as a bunch of bananas and how ripe are those bananas? And if you're like, what kind of bananas are those bananas? No bananas. Josh, you first. No bananas. Zero bananas? Yeah. No one's ever given zero bananas before. It was not... It was not good. It was so bad that it was not worth... There was not a single thing... Like, if you guys weren't here, and, like, if you put that on and then left the room, I would have just been on my phone. Yeah. And you were anyway. I was I was briefly on my phone. You guys told me to get off my computer and stop editing my podcast. I'm not watching that by myself. It I'm going to make everyone get on you could talk about it as well with us to be on the podcast. Yeah, we were I doing I feel like podcast. I could have just looked at it, like, twice <laughs> yeah. and understood the plot. Like, yeah. I could have gave it two brief looks and got the whole thing. That is true. Brett and gives it two brief looks out of bananas. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would, because I, I buy bananas in six because I'm confident. Yep. And I'm, uh, I never get, I'm a no six one ever finishes two. bananas. I always do. I'll finish six, a bunch of six, no worries. Do you? Yeah. Uh, see, I'm, I've got two over there that are Well, I'm going to eat them. You eat them. I will eat them. You do. I buy six and I'm going to give it purely out of entertainment value. For this podcast Because it's created Some great stories And some great connections But we've created that Yes So you're, you're giving us the don't, that, Hey you've Don't Matt don't go all Gilligan-y And start interfering In the process Yeah yeah Don't interfere with my process Alright Alright Well you may now you your chance it, Out of six bananas I'm giving it Two ripe And one brown That's Okay Actually can I I would like to revise my one To be one One really hot banana For Marianne is that are you referring to your trouser banana there? <laughs> yes, because I've seen it before. And I can red you, hot very banana, limp and brown. No, it's straight out of the microwave. It's piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever microwaved a banana in their life, mate. I have my I, my banana is hot for Marianne. No one's. I don't think anyone's ever called themselves a banana either. <laughs> I'm not the Proudly. banana. That is the first time someone's referred to as their penis as a hot banana out of the microwave. Yeah. I reckon that's the first time ever that anyone's ever referred to their penis as a hot microwave banana. It's actually made me more attracted to Josh. I also, I said hot microwave banana and you inferred the penis and then put that back on me. But you didn't Okay, so you're just going to hand her a hot banana? It. I'm on board with it now. Okay. I just, I didn't necessarily think... My dick was the Josh, I think we can read between the lines. So I'm going to give it a... What did you say? I reckon yours was better. I'm, two <laughs> two ripes, one brown. Out of six. Yeah, what, I, wait, wait, why better? That. Why is that better? Well, because yours was no good. You said zero. Hot, hot microwave. Oh, that was pretty funny in the end, but mainly because you're... It just makes you... It sound like your dick is going like, to... I didn't say anything. Within any a this. week, your dick is going to brown and fall off, basically. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now it's time to thank a few of our Patreon supporters. You can support this show at patreon.com slash dogoonpod, which supports this show as well as Do Go On and the Book Treat podcast. And I'm going to um, thank four supporters, and they get to tell me their favorite primates, and you can let us know what you think. Okay. 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 Firstly, uh, thank you so much, David Arunda, for your support. He writes, my favorite primate is the silverback gorilla. I love how silly they look while also being one of the fiercest animals alive. Fiercest. Mm-hmm. That's I. Don't, there's no arguments with that, David. You've nailed it. And yeah, I think it's pound, most fearsome. Pound the, I think it's the most muscular <laughs> so animal, but pure vegetarian diet yeah. pulls us back into it. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Thank you. They, I, I think it's hard to go past them. They're they're beautiful. They're so beautiful. Gorillas scary. are sick. Yeah. R.I.P. Harambe. Harambe, yeah. yeah. I've done an episode on Harambe. Well, I can imagine. Yeah. I'm assuming you got limited stock with this podcast. Yeah. No, no limit. It's, I mean, still haven't done a King Kong, so. Yeah, true. Uh, well, I'm glad you're holding out on one. We just hot, did fucking. Hot red bananas out for Harambe. <laughs> put, your, put your bananas out for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, David Arunda. Please don't, don't put your banana out. For a I'm doing it now. R.I.P. Harambe. No, don't do it, Brad. Keep your bananas in for Harambe, please. Bit of respect for Harambe. Uh, I'd also love to thank. Thank you so much, David Harunda. I'd also love to thank David Harambe. I'd also love to thank Jenna Justice, who says. My Jenna Justice is a, is, name. Name. is a great name. That is a very good superhero that is name. Superhero name. Yeah, that is right. so good. Jenna Justice. She probably has the worst job ever. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to a guy. Uh, I used to go. I used to go to the guy. With the guy at my school was called Luke Gobby, and then he became a police officer. <laughs> so he he became what? So he became Sergeant Gobby. <laughs> And then this ties back in perfectly. <laughs> he loved the Matrix so bad. What was Neo's last name in the Matrix? Anderson. Thomas his, Anderson. He changed his name to Anderson. Mr. Uh, Mr. Anderson. Anderson. So he's now Sergeant Anderson. He works in Perth. Swanbourne is now a detective. Comes to all my shows. Please do not hurt me, Luke. I love you. What a legend. Anyway, Jenna Justice says, <laughs> My favourite primate... Is the Potto? Well, I've never heard of these because they're small, cute, and look cuddly. However, they probably aren't that cuddly as they have hidden sharp points on their vertebrae that are used as a defense weapon. Potto, have you heard of these? No. no. I actually have the same thing though on but the I, back it, of my skull. Yeah? I've got like a pointy bit. Really? Yeah. And it's a, do you use it as a defense mechanism? I do often use it as a defense well, mechanism. You mean a circular thing on the back of your. No, it's. Oh, it's mine, oh. mine protrudes here. Brett, have a feel. I'll Mine protrudes feel. quite extensively. Yeah. Oh, it actually does. Yeah, it does. These look cool. Look at them. Hang on. It's a blank page. Oh, hang on. oh they're cute. Yeah. Is that they're a frog? <laughs> they're in that, yeah, they're in that um, subsection. That one, oh. is that a big hog or is it its tail? Uh, I think it might be its butt. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, that's its tail, yeah. <laughs> How did you look at the thing <laughs> yeah. above and not... And you're, oh, that's its butt. You're like, no, I meant uh, the massive thing hanging from his leg. Okay. Um, Potto. Never heard of it. Has it got a thumb? The Potto is a Strepshire primate of the Loristae. <laughs> it is the only species in the genus Parodicus. It is also known as Bossman's Potto after Willem Bossman, 
who described the species in 1704. There are so many biologists or zoologists who listen to this and watch you butcher. <laughs> yeah, I did not say a single word there correctly. Name. So thank you so much, Jenna. Uh, I'd also love to thank the potto. I'd never heard of the potto. So it's funny to be 61 episodes in and still hearing of... You're still learning every day, man. I am. It's amazing. My brain is growing. Do you think Evan wouldn't have known about the... Evan potter? definitely would not have known about the potter. He doesn't know anything about the monkeys. No, he does, but he doesn't. Oh. If I don't know Potter, he doesn't know Potter. Oh, really? You're making that claim now. Um, well, when he's not here, yeah. I sure. Will, I sure. will be the bigger... Call Evan Ryan. Yeah. Evan's, Evan is my favourite host on this show. Yeah, whatever. mine too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also love to thank Jacob Lane, who says, My favourite on-screen primate is the monkey from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't think he had a name, but he does eat some delicious dates. Smiley face. Or winky face. Wait, now, hold on. There's, and wh- which one's Raiders of the Lost Ark? I think it might be the first Wait, is one. Is that the one where they eat the monkey brain? Oh, I don't know about that. I've, I've only seen the that, f- first half of the first one. Wait, is Are Raiders, you serious? Raiders of the Lost Ark is Indiana Jones. Isn't yeah, it? that's right. Indiana Jones. There's da, one da, where da, they pull da, the monkey head off da, and they've got to eat da, the monkey brain. Really? I'm, da, you've never da, seen da, that? No. And you have a podcast da, 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 I'm definitely going to be da, doing da, da, some da, da, Indiana Jones ones sometime. Da, da, yeah, they're actually really good. Da, da, I've heard that they're great da, films. Da, da, they're not too bad. I don't mind them. They're very action-packed. There's one scene where they, like, um, the you know, the hot girl... Or whatever, and they go to this weird tribe, and they full scalp a monkey, and they pull its brains off, and they're like, "Really? Oh, they just got a spoon, and ah. they're eating its brains, and you can full see its face. It's fucked." That sounds no good. Uh, thank you, Jacob Lane, for the suggestion. Thank you, Jacob. Um, because there's one of the. I think I think the dates might kill the monkey. Dates might kill the monkey. You don't think they can eat dates? Uh, I that don't seems know. like I, a weird I one. I assume. Well, the winky face makes me think. Oh, James has maybe some insider knowledge. Eat some not, yeah, like he's watched the film. Or maybe, well, maybe the dates gave you know it's because it's good for your bowels. Oh, okay. So Do you think? Oh, and monkeys himself. like to like to throw poop. Maybe he made a love heart out of his shit. Oh. So it, it, that's not the same one where there's the young kid who travels around with Andy. Yes, yes, I believe it is. It is the same one. Oh, okay. Well, I'd, yeah. He can't have that many sidekicks in one. He's got the lady sidekick. He's got the young he's boy, the and he's got a monkey. Young, young That's a very busy movie. There's a lot going on. Yeah, but still a classic, according to Brett. So. And me, it's a great movie. I just didn't realize it was all packed into the one. <laughs> thank you so much, Jacob. And finally, I'd love to thank Abigail Hansen, who says. My favourite book... Oh, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, no one likes books. <laughs> you nerd, Abigail. You nerd. She, that's for a different fucking show. How many podcasts are you running, Matt? No, that, that's, that's obviously Dave's that's one. That's Dave's one. Dave's yeah. really backed himself into a corner. He's like, oh, I've got this podcast where I read a full book a week. I'm like, what, what? fuck, dude? That's crazy. Yeah, he. well, it's every fortnight, but he, he has to read a full book and then... How long are these books? I reckon he skips chapters, and I reckon people should really question him <laughs> yeah. on chapters 13 to 17 <laughs> out of a 32-chapter thing. There's Sparks It'd Notes. Fuck him. It'd fuck him. There's Sparks Notes. You don't even have to read the book anymore. He's just reading Sparks Notes live and going, oh, and then this character did this thing. I was talking and to him about it. He's like, man, you got to read. It's real fucking hard. Sometimes I've got to rush free. And I was like, yeah, man. And like he's talking to me like about reading books, and I've never finished a book in my life. I'm like, yeah, I can relate, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, so I, I don't have any more people to thank, but I I would we say we need three. Well, there is another oh, one. I think I'm you should find thank it. me and Josh. You couldn't find the other one. Well, there's. I'd have to log into the. 
Patreon. Well, I want to. I don't want to miss out on anyone. Well, can I do something instead? Because I I like to um, uh, read out a few of the reviews. I ask people to give us a five star review and then tell us what they really think about the podcast. Even if whatever you know, if they think it's shit, so you're me. right. But you make sure but they give it, you a five star review. I'll only read it if they give us five stars. Right, this is a very clever scam. Well, and yeah, as soon can as you iTunes, a, can you read a bad one? Yeah, I'm, I'll read. I have not read any of these before now. Okay. So. As soon as iTunes cottons onto this, you're getting delisted. <laughs> this one, I'll re- I'll just read a bunch uh, relatively quickly. I I last time they were all quite nice, and it was awkward to read them. So I said, please. Chucking some negativity. Okay. Otherwise, it's not fun oh, for I'll me to just right read. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a review. Got a oh, here we go. Here's <laughs> one uh, from Keto. Says Keto. Uh, five stars. The worst. I hate you, Matt. Thank you so much, Keto One. And that's another point for Evan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Uh, JP World says five stars. Surprised it's lasted a year. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, mate, you and me both. <laughs> um, uh, James writes, uh, 10 out of 10 bananas, five stars. Love listening to Matt and guests on a wide range of primate topics. Thanks so much, James. That was very nice. No mention of Evan. Write something more brutal, James, you wimp. <laughs> Breaking Glass writes, and last time I read one out of theirs who was a bit negative, they've, they've uh, titled it five stars, a retraction, third review. <laughs> I love this podcast. I'm so excited that you read my review out. The episode I listened to before my review was the Spider-Man. Oh, they had a go for it not being primate enough. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was the one before about? And they said oh, so the reason glass. that they Fuck off. the reason they no they've said it's better being. It's nice. a fair point. If you were if you're tuning in to hear about primates and it's some guy waffling on about well what was it? Oh, Spider-Man: Far From Home because the the alter ego of him was. Some, Called Night Monkey, so it was a pretty. But wasn't it a? Pe- oh, Far From Home. Yeah. Wait, is that the animated one? No, that's the most recent live oh. action. And he's got an alter ego. He's like he wears the black suit in Europe, and he's known as the Night Monkey. And you that and you use that episode, as yeah. an episode, yeah, because the name was Night Monkey. Yeah, yeah. and that's why they're upset about it. Yeah. But anyway, they've written this one said. Um, that's real. You've stretch. got to admit that's Stretch Armstrong it's right there. A little bit. Either way, I love the pod. Thank you so much, Breaking Glass listener number two. Um, <laughs> Brooke says, uh, "I listened to this at work for a laugh. Great pod for a post 9/11 society. Thank you so much, mm. Brooks. I agree with that." We should say, because uh, Gill- Gilligan's Island was in a pre-9-11 world, and I think that's clear, right? It is clear. You would not it, see a, a, but, a show like this in a post-9-11 world. But you, could, you, you couldn't see the Twin Towers in the show, that's which true. was a, an interesting prediction for what was going to happen. That, I hadn't considered yeah. that. Do you think that was foreshadowing? I think that was foreshadowing. I think any time I don't see the I'm Twin Towers... I'm because I want to have a cigarette and I hope this wraps up soon. Any time I don't see the Twin Towers, I think, mm, foreshadowing. I, I've I've read a few there. Well, let me read one more, and then. Uh, Do you want to give a shit one, Brett? Um, Andre oh, yeah. sa- Andre from Lisbon says, five stars. This podcast is terrible, and it's unbelievable. It's lasting this long. I hate you, Matt. Five stars. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> That's good. Thank That's you nice. so much. Wait, um, how, how often is Evan on this? Because none of these it, mention him. He's on every week. Then why does no one mention Evan? They hardly mention me as well. They, everyone's mentioning you. Star. Only if they're hating me. Is there a one star one there that's brutal? Uh, yeah, but it would be a while 
back. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's because he's fig- figured out this cool trick where everyone has to give him five stars. Yeah, that's the only way you can be mean to me if you watch that. No, I, I'm sure I've had one star of you. Does it even talk on the show? Because literally none of these have mentioned him. And one of them mentioned great said great pot, pod from Matt and guests. Well, he is, he's only been a, a regular second banana for the last couple of months. Oh, okay. Right. So maybe they haven't. They might. They might be listening to older episodes. Mm, mm-hmm. Who knows? Anyway, that pretty much wraps it up today. Thank you so much for joining us, Josh and Brett. Um, where can people find you? If uh, you're on the Gold Coast and you want to see some comedy, go to the Base Comedy website. We're pretty full, don't bother. Well, the gigs are pretty done. Gigs this week, so that's a lie. <laughs> um, uh, and cut uh, that bit out. My podcast timestamp uh, worst first dates, which is uh, if you like my fuck island stories, then you will love love my podcast. <laughs> uh, we talk about some heaps of cook stuff, and also brettblake.com.au for tour stuff. Thank you. Uh, and uh, people can find uh, us at Primates Pod everywhere, including primatespod at gmail.com. And we normally sign off with a rift. Uh, a classic sign-off, primate sign-off. We say we say it every week. Josh, you want to do it this week? Thank you so much for joining us, Brett. Th- thank you. And thank you so much for joining us, Josh. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't put the microphone down to your ass for that bit, Brett. That would have been the greatest sign-off. podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.